Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and my name is Rick Beta. You can follow along on social media, that's at Rick Beta, R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A, or you can email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Just let me know what you're doing right now, at this very moment, as you are hearing this. Always good to hear from you. Okay, Creature Skateboards released episode one of their first of many, many more, I hope. I'm crossing my fingers. The series is called Intruders. This is new. And much like the Yuto show last week, I already need more of this. This is another show that needs to be picked up for six seasons and a movie. I'm adding it to that list right up there immediately after one episode. Creature, let me know how best I can help, okay? I will hype it up. I'll donate a few dollars. I can make cold calls to like people's homes and ask for donations. This was the capital T H E best 30 minute, what, 31 minute and 25 seconds, or as you know, hits would say, 31 and a quarter board collection video I've ever seen. Yeah, top of the list right here. What's insane is that of Sam Hits's crazy collection. Of all those boards that he showed us, not one board, not one, is hung on a wall. Zero. So more on that in a minute. Right from the start of the video, I knew we were in for a treat. I mean, one that's going to be full of energy, humor, tons of one-liners. Sam provided so many sound bites. The guy is a maniac. Quote, six feet, six feet. You know, he already had the six feet thing going as he got, you know, his mic set up. He then reminded us that, you know, he's been on King of the Road. He knew how to set up the damn thing. You know, testing, testing, check. He's got this. Whatever. Next. And thankfully for us, he admitted that he had just the perfect buzz to allow this video to happen. Just, the, just you know, how you keep, it's borderline. One too many is like, oh, gosh, it's sloppy. But nope. So grab your popcorn because it's about to get real, real fast. If you haven't seen the video, go watch it now and come back. I love how he kept the camera crew on the tips of their toes like the whole time. Like, blur that out. Don't look that way. You know, asking for knives. Like, knife. And snaps his finger. And they're all like scrambling to find one. Like, probably thinking in their heads. Like, yes, 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 Mr. Hits. Whatever you say, sir. Here you go. And then he's like, ah, I've got one. <laughs> we got to see that glass board. I know I've seen many iterations of those over the years. But I want a glass board now. See what you did, Sam? I don't have the budget for a glass board. I don't even know how much they cost, but I want one now. And it probably won't hang it up on the wall because you're in my head. Although it would be pretty cool to have a glass board on the wall, right? But how and where can I find one? Does anyone know? Do you have one that you are not? You don't want a lot of money for? That Some insane I don't know how much they go for. Maybe someone out there just point me in the right direction. Glass board. I appreciate it. About three minutes and 47 seconds in, he talked about a guy named Black Metal Gary. And I was like, I don't recall Black Metal Gary, and you know, he advised us kids to look him up, which I did. But I don't remember seeing that it was a Frozen Beast episode, obviously, for the board about a decade ago. So I watched it, checked it out, and it was only about a minute long. And I still I have that song stuck in my head, so I'll include that video in the link. I mean, the link in the show notes. But if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, you're like, oh yeah, oh great. But yeah, Black Metal Gary. Yeah, I remember now. It's re- it's fresh in my mind. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Song stuck in my head. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Now, it was right around four minutes in when we got to hear from Sam about like his inspiration for his collection. And nothing from the 80s, as he said. Nothing from the 80s. He wasn't having any anything to do with the 80s. He was all about kilographics and dimensions. 
And he also said the words sacred geometry, which really stood out to me. And I was like, there you go, Sam. I, I like it. I like where this is going. Then I was instantly reminded of Robin Big, that episode where Rob had sacred geometry graphics and was all about like manifesting money and success. I think he went to, went to a hypnotherapist. So I immediately thought about that too when I heard sacred geometry. But obviously, l- looks like it turned out well for Rob, right? So uh, yeah, I'm taking it, you know, take notes, kids, basically what I'm saying. And also note how many times Sam says those words in this video. Do use that as like a drinking game. Every time you hear sacred geometry, take a drink. You know, there's a reason though. There's a reason why he did that. He's also completely obsessed with not just saying the board size. No, no, no. He's got to measure them all too. Pretty much all of them. <laughs> and I loved it. Like I said, this is 31 minutes of dude just measuring like boards, if you think about it. And his guess, his guesses were often correct, like almost right down to the atom, as he would say, like nailed it, 8.5, 8.38, eight and a quarter. Dude clearly knows his stuff and it shows. And regarding the size of his overall collection, he feels that if you've got the space, why not have a collection? And see, that's key there. I had to unload like pretty much all of my decks. I'm looking around right now. I mean, all of my old decks over the years because I was moving, this and that. I didn't have space, etc. You know, what was me? Some I wish I held on to, like all my cab decks, you know, like just ones like that. I'm like, man, others I don't even miss. You know, a lot of them I don't, I can't even remember, you know, which ones I had. Like I just forgot so many, three decades we're talking about. But I just didn't have the space. You know, I do, I have currently have a small corner in my garage for like my current collection, which is about, uh, let me look here, about eight boards deep. That's it. Three of them are complete and ready to roll. Then I got just random decks, you know. But I did add the Street Plant Gons to my collection recently, though. That thing is a beast. I mean, Sam wouldn't like it because it has concave, but it's 11.25. It's the biggest board I've ever owned. I'm sure I'll talk about it more after I get it set up and start riding it. But I just want to mention I did get it. I've got everything but the 215s, the truck. So I need to get those soon. And then I'll be able to give that board a spin. I'm still kind of deciding on the wheels and the wheel size. So, you know, maybe I'll post that on, on social like as I, you know, get closer to completing it. But it's definitely not a wall board. 11.25 for me. But anyway, back to the video. So not only can Sam, like, design some, like, crazy-ass decks or weapons, however you want to call them, but he's probably one of the only dudes that, can, that will make a board for you. But he's probably the, one of the only dudes that will make a board for you, tell you, and write it before you. <laughs> like when he told Ben Schroeder, he's like, I made you a board. He was like, cool, when can I have it? He's like, no, I'm writing it. <laughs> oh, classic move right there. And another laugh out loud moment for me. Can you imagine that? I'm like, hey, dude, I made you a board for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, okay. thanks for letting me know, man. Maybe you could just send me a picture. All right, whatever hilarious i do have to admit that my brain kind of started to hurt a little when he showed us that cruiser like because i guess creature wanted a cruiser and he wanted to throw a monkey wrench into the game as he said my question is why why you gotta do my brain like that sam and i think i've seen pictures of that before and i just kind of quickly moved on I'm like dude that was that was interesting but it was nice to hear the backstory on it, though. You can pause it at 7 minutes, 18 seconds to see what I mean. Like, I think he said uh, uh, Wes did like a 360 flip on it or something. But I was like, what do you do with that? 
it's a cruiser, I know, but I, I do you put on the wall and risk getting your hand slapped by Sam? I don't know. You tell me. But as he said, though, you know, he's there for you if you want a weapon. He'll make one for you. You want some killer graphics? He'll make it for you. After he makes it for himself, you know? Ben Schroeder concurs. He's like, yeah, exactly. So basically, get in line, kids, is basically what he's saying. I'll make you one. You just got to wait. I got to ride it first. Maybe I'll give you my used board. It was nice to see his pig family, too. Yeah, he's got, like, I think three pigs. They're not little pigs, either. They're about, what, 10 inches wide. Not too many of them, but they're flat. He does. He just wants flat and kicktail. Those magic carpets, you know. <laughs> well, I, I about died when he tossed that board on the roof. <laughs> uh, see, it's still funny. Like, what, 12, 13-year-old me still laughs at this. Because I used to do that I so uh, more often than not. And I regretted it as I got older and I realized what I was doing. But as a kid, my neighbors ended up with the most random crap on their house. And I think it was just... It wasn't while they were living there. It's because when we were renting back in the, way back in the day, when I was at home, we were renting this house. But the house next to us, they didn't know how to rent like tenants. Like they had the worst, we had the worst, eh, for the most part, the worst neighbors. So there was always constantly people moving in and out. I was pissed because they were either too loud or this, that. So I'd always throw stuff on the roof just by, hey, here, you guys deal with it. But, you know, sorry, neighbors, you know, in hindsight. But I don't do that anymore. I've moved on. You know, but who knows? Now that Sam has me thinking about it again, and Sam does it, maybe I should do that. I'm kind of looking at my neighbor to my right here. And as much as I loved this video, it started to get real right around 8 minutes, 8 minutes, 46 seconds. Right after he tossed back that banana liquor. <laughs> Notice what he did, though. He had to turn around for that drink. He, he, he wanted, didn't want to see be seen on camera, at least for the first dose. Kind of got a little more casual towards the end. But from then on, it was full speed ahead on this, like, crazy ride. So, like, hang on tight was basically because, you know. But he went, like, it's like a switch. So he went straight in and, and told us how he puts boards on a wall. Right at 9 minutes and 20 seconds. Now, I said, now notice how I didn't say hangs. He hangs his boards on a wall. He, how he puts them on a wall. And he asked, see any decks on the wall? And he's not opposed to it. But he feels that, you know, they should all be, like, underneath your feet. Or on the you know the road rolling, or in his case, underneath the table with like a whole bunch of them in there, and I don't have any on the wall yet either. But I I plan to one day. But I'm very selective, very picky on what, and I don't have a lot of wall space too, you know. So anyway, oh, and one key thing too that must be mentioned for all y'all that are going to be putting them on the board and your, your boards on the wall in the near future, the board can't be warped, like at all. Sam will straight up walk out of your house and head home if he sees that. It's like curdled milk. It's sad, as he said. So preach, Sam. Preach. And how cool was that Jesse Martinez story? He was skating with him near, I think he said Washington Street. And he hit him up, like, right after a session. He's literally just, hey, man, can you sign my board? He, you know, Sam's got no shame in the game. I ain't afraid to be a fan, as he said. He's fanning out. But fortunately for him, Jesse turned down that request and gave him the board that he was riding instead. He's like, yeah, that's my deck now. Cobwebs and all. He's kind of dusting off. <coughs> I'm really, I'm taking care of it, Jesse. You know, as he's probably thinking. But that was a very cool story, for one. Nice gesture, too, from Jesse Martinez. Oh, and see if you spot the product placement slash ad around 10 minutes, 37 seconds. 
That's spot on, very subtle, but very effective. I mean, you got to pay the bills, man, right? Just want to point that out. And then Sam threw us a curveball or a monkey wrench right after he took off his shades. You know, he proceeded to unearth the stack of decks, which ended up being about, I don't know how tall he is. He's about what, about six feet. But the, the, si- the stack of decks was about five feet tall. I was like, did you see the size of that mountain? It's almost bigger than him. But it's not just a stack of any boars. They have a purpose. There's a reason why they are there. You know, whether it's the graphics or the size or you know the sacred geometry that he's talking about. He even busted out a micrometer for the stack. Yeah, specific, precise measurements. As he said, you say you know your dimensions? No, you don't. But I think I need to pick up a micrometer now. I saw one on eBay for like nine bucks. I don't know the quality of it, but I just need to have one now. Just because. Just might have to level up and buy one. It's, I, I have to do it. I could go on and on about this episode. And as I said, this is the first of hopefully many more to come. Sam Hits is another one of those dudes who would be rad to hang out with. Picture chilling with him and Navarrete. That's probably some crazy times. Lots of laughing, like your stomach would hurt. You're like, stop. Like, seriously, my stomach hurts. Stop. Stop making me laugh. And as I said, this episode is 31 and a quarter long, and it never felt it. There are full-on skate videos with, like, tricks and parts that don't hold my attention like this one did. Very impressive. And I want more. I want more. Please make it happen, creature. Thank you in advance. Oh, quick side note on that, though. Not sure if I'm jumping ahead and this is already the plan, you know, and I'm just like, yeah, Rick, duh. But I feel that this should become a series where Sam intrudes skaters' homes, you know, in their stashes and talks it up with him. I'm talking about Sam. I don't know if it's just that they pick a different skater and do this, but he could be talking shapes and dimensions, drinking banana drinks, future sponsor, that tastes like concrete. Sam needs to host and drive this beast. I'll even help pitch it to like a TV network if you guys want or Netflix. Let's make it happen, creature. You know where to find me. I think we've got something here, Sam. And notice how I'm dropping in a we. <laughs> like this is, I'm, I've been part of the process all along, but I, I'm just here to help, fellas. You know, let me know how I can help make this into a legit series. Sam is the host storms into people's homes or skaters homes as you say and just shreds apart their boards measures them up i mean either way i gotta be honest here my end goal slash dream is to one day measure decks with sam can we make that happen universe and for the record i said decks with an e i'll put the link in the notes below you will be thoroughly entertained trust me i promise 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 or you get your money back Woo! oh my gosh sam had me talking see what you did to me sam creature like and that was all over a 31 minute video about a dude showing us boards maybe break it down anyway moving on next up i want to talk about pocket skateboards latest episode of followed this time around they are highlighting peter stanchev Stanchev? I think it's Stanchev. And I was hoping to hear him say his name because I think it's pronounced Peter, not Peter, because his name is spelled P-E-T-A-R. Only because, like, 
like I said, there's an A in there. But I mean, it was cool to finally hear his voice, though, and it was nothing like I thought. You know what I mean? Nevertheless, the dude is a straight ripper and also a great artist, which is what we found out. It was very cool. He only started painting on canvas like a year ago. And he's as he said, he just does it for himself, you know? Only close friends know about it. Well, we all know about it now, or the 30,000 or whatever, you know, I think 30,000 plus that watched the video at the time of this recording. It was, I mean, it was, it used to be a secret. But I would buy some of, you know, your artwork, Peter. Just saying, man. Maybe I'll hit him up on, you know, IG one day and see, but I would definitely buy some of his art. Dude's got a legit fitness game, too. He starts off his morning with 50 to 60 push-ups per day, roughly. He does three sets, like 25, 20, 25, or 30, or however he said it. Rolls his IT bands and, you know, stretches a lot, you know, and then hits up MacBook for, uh, for warm-up. We also got to hear about his board size, which is a 7.25. Now, I know exactly what Sam would call that size and where he would put it, but, dude, Sam... You have to, you know, give Peter a pass here. Anything bigger than that, it just wouldn't be a good fit for him, okay? Just lay off him, Sam. But I always wondered what size, like, board he does ride, because I can't imagine him on anything bigger than 8.25, you know? I mean, he probably could. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying for the tricks that he does, even an 8.5 would be insane to see him do tricks on, but, you know. Because we all know how difficult it is just to, like, at least for me, to size up. I mean, just from me going to 8.1 to 8.25, I know it's a huge difference. Some people say, oh, that's nothing, Rick. What are you talking about? But it, for me, it changes everything. One thing, though, that trips me out is how well he can skate ledges. And, I mean, to him, they're almost, they're, like, almost waist high. And he's got, like, mad pop to get up there. And not just for, like, an ollie either, like, or, like, a 50-50 crooked grinds, pop shoveits to grinds. That's crazy. And I love seeing his process too, especially when they, they switched to, because they were at MACBA, and then they switched to the uh, the big three, as he called them. And he wanted to get a fakey front 180 down them, which they ginormous steps. And the key thing is he put a time limit on, or a, a limit on the attempts too. He said only, what, five? Yeah, he's limited to five tries or bust, basically. He's not going to do anymore because he doesn't want to put himself through that. He doesn't want to fall, you know, or doing anything to his body after that and if it didn't work out so be it but he got the make and dude only took what three tries to roll away you know he said he's all oh, he gave props to the filmers so thanks for giving me the motivation straight up nailed it peter that was that was pretty cool very insane he's also great at knowing his surroundings i noticed this too because right after he got the make and he was hugging his homie you know you know they were chilling he knew just the right moment to stick out his foot and stop his board from rolling, which was like, wait, I'd, I literally paused and rewound that. I'm like, wait, what? And he wasn't even looking at the board. It's like he was listening. He knew the right spot. And you can see it right at 4 minutes, 39 seconds. Pause right there. His foot just pops out and stops. Dude's got like six cents, man. It's crazy. But, yeah, I mean, this, this whole followed series is great because – the many benefits of the series is that you get to learn something new about the skaters. You know, for example, I now know that in the 11 years that he's been skating, he's never broken a board. He can also speak four languages. You know, I think that's right up there with, with Patrick Kakongo. I don't know. I think he's got at least a couple in his book. Patrick, he's coming for you, man. Or maybe you're coming for him. Vice versa, you know what I mean? And Peter loves his coffee. 
That's the thing. And we're we're talking like getting a tattoo type of love of coffee. It reminds me of like whenever someone said that they love something on Pee Wee's Playhouse, like I love potato salad. And now and the uh, the rest of the, the crew would turn around and say, Well, why don't you marry it? So Peter should just marry coffee. They're a match made in heaven. I think he had like four cups of coffee during that, that video. It was only what, twelve minutes long or whatever it was? Yeah, twelve and a half minutes long. But it was a great video. And it's not too much of your time. I watched it what, three yeah, three times now. And Peter's an amazing skateboarder and one that is a very positive representation to the community. So thank you for being a, such a positive role model out there in the streets. He's polite, and I love that. And I loved exactly what he was talking about, too, about 10 minutes and 30 seconds in. That's real talk right there. So he, he's got a good head on his shoulder. So I definitely had to talk about him this week. So hell yeah, Peter. And much respect, dude. And if you're ever in San Jose, California, hit me up. We have some coffee places out here, just a couple, you know, I'm holding up like two hands now. You can't see it. And I'll buy you a cup of coffee, man, or three. I'll buy one for you know, a couple for myself, too. They'll just have to be decaf, you know. But, yeah, check it out. I'll put the link in the show notes below. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Make sure you hit up nomongo.com in, the spare, in your spare time. Peace. Peace.